Hello and welcome to Real Quick Episode 82. I am here with the two lovely gentlemen as always, George and Tyler. Sadly, Cam isn't here today. He is away in Michigan at the minute, so we won't be hearing from him. But we are reviewing a Patreon review like always. Um, this has been suggested by Oscar T on the Discord, and it's one in our Patreon Discord. A lot of them like to joke about constantly, and I've heard of it for a while. And George said it's been on my, his watch list for a while. It's been in mine for a while, and that is Black Dynamite. Dynamite. Uh, really, really interesting film. A really, a really interesting film. Uh, before we get into that, like I said, like I've said on previous episodes, you will have heard already. Thank you very much for getting us to 4K subs and 1.2K Spotify ratings. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate all the support on the merch, on the Patreon, and feel free to check the Patreon out if you want to have any other benefits towards the podcast and check out all our social links below. Um, but yeah, Black Dynamite, really interesting film. So this came out in 2009. Uh, I'll give you a quick story synopsis. This is the story of a 1970s African-American action legend, Black Dynamite. The man killed his brother, pumped heroin into local orphanages, or orphanages and flooded the ghetto with adulterated malt liquor. Black Dynamite was the one hero willing to fight the man all the way from the blood-soaked city streets to the hollowed halls of the honky house. It's a very interesting film. It's a very funny film. It's a very interesting film. It is a first watch for all of us as well, which of course makes it a little bit better. But basically, it's a, um, a a genre which was called black exploitation, which came out in the seventies. Um, it's kind of a spoof of those films. I'm not too familiar with that kind of subgenre. But what I actually found out is that the filmmakers who made this actually uh, tracked down sixty millimeter reversal film stock that they used to use in the low budget projects back then. When I was reading about it beforehand, but it does really provide that vintage feel and that vintage effect, and it is. Um, a very, very comedy-full journey. Uh, Tyler, I'll let you go first. Obviously, like I said, it's been a first watch for all of us. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see... We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Yeah, this movie was wild. I'd, I'd never heard of this movie. I'd never... No, I, I knew nothing going on. I didn't know the, the genre, nothing. I literally hopped off the plane, drove home from the airport, and I was like, all right, we got real talk in a couple hours. We got to watch this movie. Threw it on, and immediately this movie just slaps you in the face with just being bizarre, quirky, campy, wild hilarious uh, if it, it, it's a movie that came out in 2009 but if you said it came out in 1970 you would be like yeah that that seems fitting like it just it's obviously a lower budget production is filmed on uh it looked like film cameras or maybe it was just uh edited to make it look that way but it definitely looks retro in no, it was, style. It was film okay yeah film used cameras the, used the same oh. okay got it that, that makes sense and the whole costume design and and the mustaches and all the everything about this movie looked like it was low budget even though it didn't like it not in like a derogatory way you know it just kind of really looked like like a passion project film that a bunch of people threw it's together a compliment saying it's low budget because that was the that was what they wanted to have right yeah the, the so goal. yeah then they, they they achieved that it's a movie that felt like eddie murphy should have been in like i just was waiting for him to show up like it just seemed like <laughs> something I, I was waiting for, for for him to make an appearance but yeah I, I texted you guys the group chat like immediately when i started watching this i was like what the heck is this movie i just had no clue i was coming in for um just absolutely bananas. I, like I've been saying every time in the main episode and this real quick episode, anytime anyone says black dynamite, I just repeat with the dynamite. Cause that's gonna be stuck in my head for like a month at least now. Cause 
this would be a fun movie to do a drinking game with when you watch it. It's every time they say dynamite or like that little like superhero retort plays like take a shot and you'll be just absolutely plastered, but smacked in 10 minutes. Yeah. This movie is absolutely wild. It's one that we often have talked about on real quick specifically that we've watched movies that we say like, Oh, like if I was in the mood for it, I would have liked it a lot more. This is one that I'm actually going to say the opposite. If I was in a mood for a serious movie and turn this on, I could actually see myself like hating this. Like if I was in a not yeah. like not a mood for this, I could see myself like giving this like legitimately like a one, like a literally hated if I wasn't in the mood for it. But I just had such a long week that I was like, this is fun. This is exactly what I needed. Not diving into anything too super serious here. So I watched it and I had a good time with it. And I still am not going to be as high as the average letterbox rating or as high as I think you two on it. But I think it's, I haven't officially rated on Letterboxd. It's going to be between a 2.5 and a 3 for me. i got to figure out where it stacks up. Because like I told George earlier, if I was high and watched this, this could be a 4.5 or 5 star. So that's just kind of sums up the movie in general my thoughts on it. That if I was in a different state of mind, this could be a 1 star. If I was in an altered state of mind, this could be like a 4.5 star. And I was in a normal state of mind and I gave it like a 2.53 star. So this movie's all over the place. And it's one that if you haven't seen, when you turn it on, you'll know in the first 30 seconds. Like, uh, I can totally see why I'm saying that because it is just quirky, campy, bombastically different. Just Yeah, but I, I, all the performances were a lot of fun. They were silly. They were charismatic. And I had a good time with it for what it was. Um, I can see why people love this. I can see why people absolutely would hate it. But I'm kind of just in the middle on it. George, uh, yeah, I, I'm a little higher on it than Tyler. Um, I, I turned this movie. I worked from home today, so like in the morning, I was like, "Oh shit, I got to watch this movie for for real quick." Um, so let me just like toss it on the TV in the background while I focus on work. And I found myself focusing way more on the movie than I was on work because it just like really sucked me in, like the quirkiness, the the over the top, the '70s aesthetic. Um, it just all really worked for me. It, it was a movie that never once really took itself seriously. Um, and, I, and I absolutely really loved that. I think the comedy hit uh, exceptionally. There were so many just funny fucking one-liners here and there that just audibly just made me chuckle or just got a little heavy nose sniff out of me. Um, but again, I think it was just the fact that this film never took itself seriously. It never tried to be more than a very stereotypical 70s, 80s, uh, you know, action comedy, um, which, which, I, which I really appreciated. It's also such a quick hour and 25-minute watch. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I thought it was hysterical. Um, the, the kung fu scenes were just so fucking funny to me because of how, like, stupid they looked. Um, the story just takes such a ridiculous turn at the end you find themselves in like a wilderness out of nowhere and i was like all right this is just this is a movie that knows exactly what it wants to be and it just executes it perfectly um completely agree with tyler though if i wasn't like in a mood if, if i was in like a shitty mood i could have easily seen this you know giving this a two out of five but again just like tyler said if it was 9 p.m and i was whacked off an edible this could have been a four and a half five star movie um but for a very plain state of mind i i had a really good time with this a a lot more fun with it than i expected it to be i really had no idea what what i was getting myself into um so yeah i went with a four out of five um i I would be curious to see how that holds up on rewatch maybe if i wasn't just normally sitting on my couch working while watching this movie uh, but for what it was, had a really good time with it. Um, 
four out of five for me. Interesting. Yeah, I completely agree with what you're both saying. I think it's it has to catch you on the right mood. I think it did for me today. I'm not as high on it as George, but I'm still high on it. I have it at 3.5. I think it just strikes me as a well-structured uh, homage and comedy and homage to that era of film, to the 70s. Uh, subgenre, as I said out before, it was not many films are laugh out loud funny for me at the moment, but there were certain sequences in this that are. And I think with this, we don't... Spoilers is kind of pointless, man. You just want to go in, just this is just stupid. Like, but in the best possible way, this isn't a spoiler. But the one scene that really got me, I don't know about you guys, was when when he walks in, when they're in the like the food place and there's like a, a donut and he's like, You can't you can't trust a donut with alligator shoes on. That just ruined me. Well, so one funny. line that got me is when he's talking to his boys and he's like, uh, what did he say? He's like if I catch any drug dealers, you're not my friend nor family anymore. And then his boy just looks at him dead in the eye and goes, but bro, I'm a drug dealer. I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> so funny. But like, I just think it works. I, I think it's, it's, it's one of those that's kind of a film that's made to be quotable. Do you know what I mean? It's like a, a I'm not going to compare it directly, but like a hangover. You know, like a film which just, there is so much uh, use you can have from just quoting this. I think it's a really good one. You can watch with people as well. The fire scenes were stupid, as George mentioned. Like the kung fu scenes, they're edited to almost look like cartoonish in a way, which I actually really appreciate because it leans into how silly it is. And I think that's the best thing about it, like George mentioned. Um, we we and, say this, I feel like we say this about films every so often, but like this is a film I respect way more than I love. Like it completely embraces just the quirky nature of these 70s, 80s action comedy flicks. And I just, I absolutely love that about this movie. Yeah, I mean, it makes it make makes me want to go and watch the films as paying homage to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because obviously, the films, a lot of the films, is paying homage to were serious action films around that era, which I just think will be hilarious to compare. Do you know what I mean? I think they'll be probably quite funny as well. Um, there are moments which I just didn't get the comedy, probably because you know I'm I've not seen the original films. I don't know the comedy that more that much. But there are some sequences which I said before, just laugh out loud, funny man, and that 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 doesn't hit me a lot. I don't find a lot of new films I, I do find great, but like the donut sequence, the dynamite over and over again with George Shedman at the ending, it's just so it's it's so bizarre. From it's, like you're, it's like I was watching a completely different movie. It was yeah, it just went from like zero to hundred like real quick. I mean, it was hundred the whole time, let's be honest. But like my, I, I think the funniest scene for me was definitely the donut. Well, I don't know why that just got me. Like he goes into this food place and there's a guy like, undercover like a donut or whatever who's like waiting for him and he's like he shoots this guy with just a donut and he's like yo you can't trust you can't trust a donut wearing alligator shoes that's just funny man that was I love, my favorite scene. i love the like the very very end when he's uh when he's fighting the the president or whatever and they try it, it that one character felt like they just tried to mesh every single u.s president into one like with that like midwest american accent to like the ridiculous things he's saying that probably makes no sense to anyone else but that was fucking hilarious yeah the movie just it's a movie that like i said is very well structured like you can watch as a cohesive narrative but like once you watch it once it's very like clippable movie where you can go back and watch like a quick two minute clip and get a good laugh out of it yeah Um, my favorite uh trivia fact or whatever on imdb is 
Uh, the prosthetic penis worn by Gunsmoke, who played by Buddy Lewis, was actually a flesh-colored baby pacifier. And the thing I love about that fun fact is that I feel like Buddy Lewis wrote that in himself because he's like, I can't have people thinking that that's that was actually me with that tiny. <laughs> so I feel like he went into IMDb the day this came out. He's like, actually, guys, this was a, a, a pacifier, baby pacifier. That was not real. He had to clear the air real quick to make sure yeah, people didn't get the Yeah, he had to make sure everyone idea. knows he didn't have a, a one-incher in his pants. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, honestly, like when I saw it, like obviously I didn't like investigate it too much, but I was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's penis. I didn't, didn't think it was not one. Um, and then the whole like, are you as like, yeah, go ahead. Like while I was watching this movie, I was like thinking to myself, I was like, I don't really like, I'm not really like well versed in like these seventies, eighties, quirky action, hard action, hard Jesus. I'm not at all. Action yeah. comedy films at all. Like that's like a very sub genre of film that I need to like explore completely. Yeah. No, yeah, that, like, not, like Seth said, we didn't really know what they were paying. We didn't no, and, have yeah, exactly. Like, the reason I to. think like, I feel like I would have been even higher on this movie because I feel like there were so many like possible callbacks to like these movies that I just like just went completely over my head. Well, did, I, like, did you guys have you guys heard of the black exploitation like subgenre before? Because it's not something I'm familiar with at all. I have heard uh, like how they were basically just like use over the top tropes in order to try and win over audiences uh, of that demographic. It's basically movie studios just using them to their advantage. Uh, the the Dolomite is my name tackles it really well too i, I think yeah. seth you saw that, that or maybe you both you saw it that that touches yeah. on the whole black exploitation because that's that based on the actual an actual director of the time trying to what was that work film, through that dolomite is my name maybe you haven't seen it eddie murphy it's, it's about a 2019 yeah it's, it's, it's a biopic but um but yeah it's, it, that tackles kind of that era pretty well as well it makes me want to go back because i one thing i really appreciate about this film is even though it's a spoofing it you i mean i've read about it online before and because i kind of wanted to know what um we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will i become senwa saga hellblade 2 Play it now with Game Pass. What I love was paying homage to, and it, it, they, they researched heavily into this film, into getting the exact amount of film right, into getting the editing just right, and to make it as, as cartoonish looking as they can to pay homage to these stupid action films of that era, which makes me want to watch them, because I also feel like, you know, they leaned into the tropes, but also were on a more serious side back then as well, rather than being all-out spoof. I almost find that funnier. You know, sometimes when it's like it leans on comedy, but it's not really there, and it's just kind of shit. It's funny most of the time, but it made me want to watch want to watch some of these films, which I think is the biggest credit to a film like this is having a spoof, paying a march to these, and then you're like, after you finish, you're like, I, I could I could watch some of those again, like some of the more <laughs> serious ones and some of the more original ones, like compare and see how much research I've actually done into it. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked. I, like I said, I gave it a, a three point five. It's not really too too much we can spoil, I guess not much of a movie there is a lot to spoil honestly I, it's more from i don't want to say anything because it's like <laughs> just, just watch this shit for yourself it's, it's unlike most things you will see nowadays yeah. when did it, wait, sorry was it 2009 it 2009 came out? yeah and like tyler said it, it's that well researched it's that well crafted it could easily pass as a 70s action flick and you wouldn't tell the difference if someone said you know, this to you this is a 70s action film you'd be like oh man this is this is corny 70s era whatever you know, my dad used to watch these, whatever it might be, and he'd be like, okay, you believe it. And I think that, that goes to show how much 
why you know pride they put in their work and how much it worked in terms of the comedy um and excelled at the design because the costumes were great it was it was quirky it was campy it was um it was edited really nice and i just love the way they, they went out to to venture out to get the exact film 60 millimeter film which i'm assuming would be quite rare to use exactly the same ones that they were using back in the 70s um i think it's i think it's really really impressive but um yeah really good film uh is there anything else you two want to go over at all that about wraps it up for yeah, me yeah, really good I'm film good. four out of five so yeah i give it a 3.5 george give it a four and tyler is leaning from like a 2.5 to a three did you say yep exactly one of those no at all uh but we definitely i would definitely recommend you watch it just it is one of them like tyler said you can give you one day you'd be in a miserable mood you can give like a 0.5 but if you're you know on the devil's lettuce that day or maybe feel <laughs> a little bit happier might be you might see yourself giving this a five. It's really something you have to capture at the right day. And luckily, I, me and George did today. And, and Tyler did a bit as well, to be fair. Um, but yeah, as always, we appreciate all your support. Um, we have a, a lot more content coming soon, a lot more video ideas, and a lot more some real quick ideas as well that we're going to be pumping out. Uh, but thanks very much for listening, and we will speak to you soon.